And so I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And by the time I stopped pushing, the tips were just flayed out to the point that it couldn't hold the inch in. It's just, I basically butchered that poor fountain pen to a mangled piece of basically worthless tool because it couldn't write and I couldn't bend the tips back in because it needs to be bent in a certain way for it to not basically be a deep pen. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Ali Hamsa. He previously featured on episodes 136 and 214 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to check those out as well. Now, Ali is a young writer and director from Iran. He studied cinema in university and has since written, directed, and acted in a number of films. He's even won an award from Saya Film Festival for a script he wrote called Clawman. But he also ruined a fountain pen just trying to figure out how to use it. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Ali Hamsa, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Yes. I, I like the assertiveness. Yes. Okay. Let's let's do this. So we're talking about you feeling a little bit cocky and then you attempted maybe a little too hard to use a fountain pen. So tell us tell us the story. Well, I work as a writer. Writer is my primary job and one of my primary passions is writing. And maybe it's the aesthetic of it, but I always love the idea of writing in fountain pens because they are very stylistic. They are very generally cool. Like you, when you hold them, it just makes you feel like a grown up, which is the best way possible. <laughs> but the thing is, I am really proud of myself in a bad way. Like I feel like, oh, I can figure this thing out, this tool that I've never worked before, which has a lot of intricacies, by the way. And so I bought the cheapest fountain pen possible off the street, literally. A guy was selling them on the side of the street. I bought one. It wasn't high quality. It was very cheap. It wasn't branded or anything. But it did take uh, fountain pen capsules, the ink capsules which you would use in your European fountain pens, which is the one I'm using now. And it's actually, I've learned how to use it. The thing is that a fountain pen is very intricate in its first use. Like you need to give it time for the ink to reach down to the tip and you don't have to push as hard as you think. If you have to push hard, it means the ink is drying out and you need to change it. I didn't know that. And I thought that the tip need to bend far enough for the ink to just gush out. And so I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And by the time I stopped pushing, the tips were just flayed out to the point that it couldn't hold the ink in. 
it's just it, I basically butchered that poor fountain pen <laughs> to a mangled piece of basically worthless tool because it couldn't write and I couldn't bend the tips back in because it needs to be bent in a certain way for it to not basically be a deep pen. Uh, the thing is that I I know a guy that is really into fountain pen and that is my father. My father is very much into fountain pen. He has a big collection. He knows how to use them. And at the time when I was doing this, I was literally in his house. I was living in his house, but I didn't ask him because I thought I can, I can tackle this problem and I can do it on my own. No help needed. No online videos either. So I'm just going to do it on my own. And I paid for it by wasting money on a bunch of ink on a fairly cheap, but still fountain pen and a bunch of paper that at the end of the day, I just couldn't write. I just asked him, he looked at the fountain pen, he did a face palm and gave me one of his old one, a Parker one. And I actually learned how to write with the fountain pen with his guidance. Like now I can now write pretty good. If you ask me, I can actually write with the fountain pen, but yeah, uh, the first one was actually kind of, <laughs> I like how you, how you said, you know, you, you had this tool that you didn't know how to use and you just picked it up and, and said, I can figure it out. And it got me thinking, like, what if that was a jackhammer? You know, what if it was like a big tool, a big dangerous tool? And you're like, I'm sure I can just figure it out. And and so what what more kind of lesson does this teach you in a broader perspective about about your own study and, and practice? Well, the first thing is, I don't know anything. I need to realize that I don't know everything. I need to learn a lot of stuff. And there is actually no shame in asking. Like, I can be a proud guy and say, I will figure this out by myself, or I will not do it. But at the end of the day, it makes me not do a lot of stuff. So I've actually learned that, okay, I recently tried to work with deep pens to draw. And it's not very good, but I actually started working with them. And I actually called a friend who was an artist and said, how am I going to use this? Just tell me because I don't want to ruin this one as badly as I did that one. I still think I will tinker with it myself and learn how to do it perfectly. But I realized that going in it blindly, just based on my own hubris is just wrong downright wrong and it at the end of the day it will cause me more more harm than anything else yeah i think that's a really important point to make is that if you rush into things without knowing what you're doing or without you know really getting a grasp on the basics you you can cause more harm you can actually make things worse so it kind of goes back to what we were talking about uh, on our very first conversation together, uh, which is episode 136, if people want to go check that out, where where you you talked about purchasing the set without checking it, right? Without having a plan, without doing due diligence. And maybe when you get a new tool or toy, something good to do is, hey, get the basics. You know, go in, make a plan, figure it out, and, and learn a bit, little bit more. Uh, of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what are you doing now and where can we go to find you? I have my own audio journal slash podcast called The Last Thoughts of a Busy Mind. You can find it at your podcast platform of choice. 
Uh, I also have a podcast with a friend of mine that is more about nerdy things called Yasp, which again, you can find in your podcast platform of choice. Both of them have YouTube channels. In the last thoughts of a busy my YouTube channel, which is my own personal YouTube channel, you can also find some of my first movies, like my early school projects and editing projects, and the first student film I ever made, which is not good, <laughs> but it's there if you want to check it out. Awesome! That that's fantastic. I'm gonna have links to all of that in the show notes so that people could go and check it out and give you a follow. And with that, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me on. And I was told to say this is the best podcast I've ever been on. And thank you for listening. You don't know everything, so slow down, get the help you need, and practice. Special thank you to Ali for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs once again. Be sure to check out his work, including his audio journal, The Last Thoughts of a Busy Mind, which of course I've linked down in the show notes. You can also find him on episodes 136 and 214 of Broken Bulbs. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show notes. As a thank you for the support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I happen to be at the time. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gepsison, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.